highlighting all the local and national stories which impact you. It's like the healthcare bias, right? Where they think black people don't have any feeling and their skin is tougher than other people's and they don't have, you know, they, they, they really can't feel pain because there's an issue with the, the nerves in their skin. They have a much higher pain tolerance. Or the only time people come in is when they, they want drugs, right? They don't, you know, they don't. It's not real pain. I find that annoying. I find that irritating. Bringing you his authentic perspectives on important topics. Because I would tell you, I don't want to hear about how people were just trying to get their lives together. They were just turning their lives around. Tired of hearing it. When it comes down to people going to jail and getting sentenced, we can't hear, well, it's too harsh. We can't hear... The system is unjust. And we can't hear, I hate the police. Because all those homicide detectives, they speak for the dead. You have to have them. Or else there will be no justice. I say, let's hold the mayor, city council, police chief, and every officer accountable for the crime that's committed and come up with a way to fix it. Frank, candid, and straight to the point. This is the Truth of the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris. Sponsored by Concordia University on 1017 The Truth and The Truth app. All I want are the books made correct. I think historically, black people need to be made whole. If you're not going to pay us reparations, if you're not going to give us the money that you owe us based on what was taken from us and our families, the least you can do is get the history right. Well, thank you. I appreciate you taking my call. You continue doing your work, man. I appreciate you. I listen to you every day. Now, live from the American Family Insurance Studio in Milwaukee, here is Dr. Ken Harris. You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Harris, 833-212-1017. Before the break, we were talking about... um, Well, we were answering and listening to the reaction to the comment by uh, Nicole Hannah-Jones in her book, not to be confused with the article on the 1619 Project, where she said, why do white Americans desire to be free of a past? They don't want to remember while black Americans remain bound to a past they can never forget. And then I asked if you were white to speak up regarding the white portion of the question and the black person is to speak on the black portion. 833-212-1017. want to remind you that we are still giving away $101 sometime around here. Was I supposed to say it like that sometime around here? Hey, want to also remind you that black-owned businesses are the cornerstone and backbone of the black community. From the classic barbershop debates to the local family-owned restaurants we enjoyed. These fond memories show the greatness of what Milwaukee was, is, and will be. And that is why the new 1017 The Truth and Associated Bank have teamed up to rebuild the backbone of Milwaukee through our black owned business give back. Our goal is to help the local black businesses grow and succeed together. The home of Milwaukee Black Talk, that's us, the new 1017 The Truth, will be giving away $2,000 worth of free advertising for one month to the first 10 black-owned businesses who give, who go to blackbusinessgiveback.com to sign up. So let's rebuild our community's backbone through exposure 
right here on the truth. So for official rules, head to blackbusinessgiveback.com. Associated Bank member FDIC. Um, got a lot of talking text before we get to the trust, but verify so he can go 0 and 5. He ain't going to 0 5. He's going to get one right. He's going to get one right. Uh, look at Robert Byrd for crying out loud. The premise I disagree with is that white people in general want to forget the past and black people in general want to hold to. On to the past. Uh, so what do you agree with? And again, that wasn't my premise. That was the premise of Nicole Hannah-Jones. So what I would suggest strongly is that go and read the, uh, go and, go and read the, uh, the book. Now, if you get the audio book, it's 18 hours. So I'm just saying it's a pretty thick book. Oh, that's right. You don't like to read, right? Yeah, okay. Yeah, and 18 hours is too long wow. for audio. 18 hours is too long for audio. You, you do it over time, right? Okay. Talking text line says, I'm black. Every culture has been in bondage at some point. Black people hold on to it heavier than others. Asians were on the railroad. We need to move on. Stop being emotional and sensitive to white people. That's a sign of weakness. We as blacks need to find culture and realize that there were black slave owners until the late 1700s when it became predominantly white. We also need to read on the black people who started Greece and Rome who had white slaves, which were called Slavs, which turns into Slavic. The word slave origins are because of white slaves lol okay I don't think we should get over it though or forget it I think what we have to do is continually use technology and um, science to figure out what our past is and where we're from so you can check your DNA and find out, as I did, that I'm from southwestern Nigeria in the area of Benin and the Fanu tribe. So if that's the case, then that's what we need to do. I think it's something we need to do. I think it's something we, each of us, needs to fill in that gap. Because I think one of the reasons we continue to hold on to it is because we're still trying to fill in the gaps. The gaps are missing. And that can be troubling in and of itself because we, you know, we don't, we don't have a, we don't have a history like many whites, even though they may, their families may have come over um, as indentured servants, that they still know where they're from and family and all those things. So, I get it. Hey, three three two one two one zero one seven. Do do do. Talk of text line says, "I think the truth probably lies somewhere in the middle." Absolutely not. <laughs> Some whites want to forget and not acknowledge the past, and others, like me, see slavery as a stain on our history, but realize it must be remembered and acknowledged. Uh, true, but can we do it accurately? Can we do it so it's not so it's in the vein and the structure in which it was created and not this nice, pretty. Oh, and by the way, they're not slaves anymore. They were workers. I don't think so. Let's let's be accurate. Don't forget. Do get over it, but maybe get past it. 
I get that. I get that. And then last one, talking tech sign as a black person, I think it should be a huge priority for us to love ourselves regardless of the need for our nation to tell us that we shouldn't. I don't know if the nation is telling us that we shouldn't. I don't know. But I understand that's your perspective. I get that. Uh, the sense of pride that comes with knowing your history gives you a foundation of confidence. Truth. Thank you, Glenn Coco. Truth. For sure. For sure. 833-212-1017. So, let me see. Um, do, 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 do. Yeah, I give you some easy ones. You ready? Yeah, ready as I'll ever be. And you better get them right too. Uh, No promises. You better. You better. And and you got the ding and the dang and the uh, okay. That sounded pretty good with my mouth, didn't it? Uh, That's pretty good. All right, so I'm gonna have you answer yes or no instead of true or false. Yeah, because it's it's like (laughs) it gets too difficult in my brain. Uh, Yes or no? The CDC changed its definition of vaccine. No. Throughout COVID. 19 pandemic public health agencies, including the CDC, have continually updated their guidance to align with the latest science. Posts on social media highlighted the alleged change to the CDC's definition. And they reached out and they can verify that, yes, the CDC has changed its definition of vaccine. Wow. That's a little worrisome. Yes, it is. But then again, they've been messing it up the whole time. So, you know. Why would I expect them to do anything different? All right. Yes or no? A diplomatic boycott of the Olympics we're watching doesn't mean. Well, I guess I shouldn't ask that question because you saw Americans competing, right? Yeah. <laughs> so you can give yourself a thumbs up. Either. Hey, you got one right. Uh, yes or no? You have to pay taxes on the sale of NFTs, non fungible tokens. Uh, yes. Yes or no? It doesn't hurt your engine if you warm it up. Mm. No, let me, let me. Yes or no? It doesn't hurt your engine if you don't warm it up all the way before driving in the cold. Uh, no. See? Well, I guess. I, I didn't know. Oh, I got a good true or false. This is this is five, isn't it? Isn't number five? Something like that. I Close lost enough. count. Close enough. The Beijing Olympics is relying entirely on artificial snow. True or false? False. Athletes are competing on snow and ice, but they're relying mostly on entirely artificial snow. So what do you do if you get that stuff in your mouth? Ew. <laughs> like, uh, ew. Like, one call, that's all. One call, that's all is right. Now's your chance to be our one call, that's all daily cash, a giveaway winner. Be caller number four. 
right now and be the winner of $101.70. 833-212-1017. Remember, if you or a loved one has ever been injured in an accident, call Gruber Law Offices now. One call, that's all. Be caller number four. Win this money from the one call, that's all. Daily cash giveaway. For official contest rules, visit 1017thetruth.com. Again, call in 833-212-1017. Call the number four right now. Win the loot. You are listening to The Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris, sponsored by Concordia University, Wisconsin, on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. We want to say congratulations to our winner, Sharon. Be sure to follow 1017 The Truth on social media. That's called Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook to find out when we will be having our next one call. That's all. Daily Cash Giveaway. Tomorrow, that's on Tuesday. Shout out to Gruber Law Offices for teaming up with us for this cash giveaway. Now on the line with us is our winner, Sharon. Hi, Sharon. How are you? Hi, Dr. Ken. How are you? I'm good. You got some money. You got some money. I'm here. And I'm a winner. Oh yeah. So how long have you been a how how long have you been a listener? Um since inception. I was so hyped to hear about this talk radio station. I was waiting on you guys. Okay. So give me one thing that we've done right and one thing that we've done wrong. Ooh, one thing that you've done right. Um, I would definitely say that for each of the um each of you guys who are on the station, like, you know, the morning show, you, Dr. Ken, um, Sherwood, um, Tori Lowe, you guys are really good at covering everything. I mean, from, like, community issues to fun stuff to I love your trivia. I love the morning show energy and the laughs. Um, Tori Lowe, like you said, brings the heat. You know, he, he is about about it. And Sherwin, hmm, Sherwin gets me upset sometimes, but, you know, I still listen to him. Um I can't honestly think of anything that you're getting wrong. All I mean, right. you guys are like helping small business, you know, the grants with uh, advertising. That's amazing. Um, you're everywhere. I was actually watching you guys um, for the one year anniversary on Facebook and everything. And mm-hmm. I can't pick anything that you're doing wrong. Absolutely nothing. Thank you so much. I appreciate that, Sharon. Of course, we're giving yeah, you $101.70, Lord. so that, that, might, <laughs> <laughs> that might be something to do with it. No. I mean, I have been trying, but no, I, I thoroughly enjoy all of the shows. <laughs> all the shows. I have it on. I have the app and everything. So, All right. Um, but so, I am thankful for the money. <laughs> you're so very welcome. What station just gave you $101.70? Man, Milwaukee, the truth, 101.7. Thank you much. Well, hang on a sec. We're just going to double check some information if we need to. And congratulations to Sharon for winning $101.70. Remember, official contest rules at 1017thetruth.com, but you got to be following us on Twitter, Instagram, or Facebook so you can get the text and call in to win. Well, no, you won't get the text. Well, I don't know. If you set up your notifications right, you'll get it when it hits social media. And then you know, and then you call, and then that's that. So, Because it'll actually tell you whose show is going to be on. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. I guess you did pretty good. DJ Brother Z did pretty good. There's yeah, because I got that free one. Wow. 
<laughs> right? Yeah, you're right. Exactly. <clears throat> you got to tell the truth all the time, though. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. 833-212-1017. Hey, anything happened over the weekend? Anybody want to talk about? Again, I got one of those days where... You know, if you got a question that you want to ask me about anything in the community or what's going on, my opinion on, don't ask me my opinion on politics because I'm not really, you know. And don't ask me who's going to win mayor because I want to wait till after February 15th and then we'll see what's going on. You know what I mean? Then we'll really see what's going on when we're down to the last two. The um, information has come out on who the front runners are. So, you know, we'll, we'll kind of see. We'll see how that works. But uh, I'll, be, I'll be interested. Talking text line says, Hotep, Dr. Ken, have you seen the CRT painting? Depicts the whitewashing of black history. I'm curious about your thoughts on this art and its revelation of societal ills today. I see this as an inflection point in human progress and furthermore as an issue of insecurity with white folk who are uncomfortable with the truth to quote sly stone it's the truth that's the truth makes them so uptight yeah but that was the cut though See, I might have to break my brandy rule today and roll out. You know, I'm going to do that too. Mm, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. My man. I got to write it down first because if I don't write it down, you know, getting old, let me forget. So I think tomorrow, I think my comeback music will be <clears throat> your boy, Sly Stone, Sly and the Family Stone. I know you're looking at me like, who is that? But mm-hmm. I feel you. It's okay. I'm going to open you up. I'm going to open everybody up to some new music. So, uh, Sly and the Family Stone, it is tomorrow. That's what's up. But we're having a good time with Brandy this week. You know, you know, you know, let Brandy start out the week and kind of be out there. And you know, I've not been a fan of, of only, you know, I'm, I was a fan of the... Very well done, middle of the road, um, crossover pop type brandy stuff. And now, now I'm okay. You know, I kind of, you know, I peeped me some brandy today. So, uh, yeah, I can't complain. Well, I could complain, but it really won't matter. Um, 833-212-1017 is the number. So, yeah. All right. Hit us on the talking text line or Al, you have a question. Hello. Hello, you're on the air, Al. Oh, okay. okay. I'm sorry. I got a I got a great question for you, and I never heard nobody tackle it. Um. I understand we have our issues in the community, but in order to get to the root of the problem, uh-huh. in order to get to the solution, we got to get to the root of the problem. Okay. How do you feel we can remove the hate, the anger, the animosity, and division in black communities in our hangout? 
Well, I, I need you to tell me who's causing that first. Are white people causing that in the black community or are black people causing it in the black community? Well, I feel there's a lot of chaos in the black community against mm-hmm. each other. Okay. But with you, but when we ask ourselves that question and we see ourselves in the mirror, mm-hmm. we will see that the problem is not with each other. It's with people who have their hands in the chaos in the community. And I just try to get a perspective because a lot of people don't ever tackle it. They always say, well, you know, the solution is more police or, or something. But to get to the root of the problem, because we're so divided. We have so many issues going against each other. So I always ask, how can we remove the division, the hate, the animosity with our your perspective on it all right thank you much al appreciate it all right so how do you remove the mistrust the animosity all those things um part of it is treating other people the way you want to be treated treating other people's kids the way you want your kids treated people um not having this uh you know in the black community i think um there's a severe issue with ageism that we uh, we dismiss older people in our communities. We, we we dismiss the elders who have all the wisdom and knowledge and everything, and then they die, and and we miss the fact that that we could have had positive things passed on. Um, in order to change it, we have to call each other, you know, as they say, which will probably upset people. We got to call a spade a spade. If you mess up, take ownership. And move on. Stop beating people up for things in the past and things they did wrong and all this. There's a limit to what society is going to put up with. You know, if you commit a homicide, they may not let you out. If you do certain things, they're not going to let you out. Um, But I think in order to fix a community, you have to start with yourself. You have to start with how you think and what you think is going to do that. And I think... um, Oh, I forgot her name. Who called in earlier? Was it was it Angelica? Um, you have to start with you and your family, and your 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 um, you have to start with how you interact with other people. You can't keep blaming other people for the way you act. You have to act the way. Your grandmama said you're supposed to act. Your mother, your father. You got some sense. And we do. The majority of us do. Um, That's a tough question because in order to trust each other, we have to recognize that we're actually different. We have to give everybody the difference. Like we spend too much time dismissing other people who look like us because they don't think the way or vote the same way or talk the same way. All that. And so I, I find it interesting that, and I guess the, the, the answer to the question, Al, is many of us have acquiesced to white America to the point where I think we lost ourselves. I think we forgot that we have a dual consciousness. I think we forgot that, yeah, you, you actually, because you live here, you, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta exercise and operate, um, in both worlds. And until we do that, until we recognize that that's what we have to do, 
Uh, we'll we'll keep you know blasting people that don't look like us or think like us or talk like us or walk like us in our own community. Um, and I guess it will take some love and some forgiveness. It'll take helping people understand if you want your family to work, these are some accoutrements your family has to have. So regardless of how you want to live and how you want to think and you don't want to get married, but all the data and all the statistics still show that children coming from a household with two married parents. I'm not going to get into the straight versus gay versus all that. As a Christian, I have a certain standing and that's it. And it's not diminishing someone else as a human being. I can still disagree with what you do or say and still love you and support you and all that. In the end, there are certain values that transcend that as a man and as a human being. There, there's certain values that transcend race, gender, and all that. And, and until we show that for each other, it's going to be tough. It's, it's going to be tough when I sit and hear conversations where I'm in the conversation and being dismissed because I'm older than them and that they have no understanding of the fact that they wouldn't be here today with the opportunities they have in the world today if people like me didn't trudge through all the crap in the 60s and 70s and 80s to make the world better for them today. It ain't perfect, but it's only here because of us. And so sometimes I hear people just be, be dismissive or think because you don't know what people wear or you don't know what the, what the current you know, words are or you don't speak the language that young people speak, then you are not really worth anything. Not really recognizing that they themselves don't really know and that they're going to need some people to interpret some things for them. They're going to need some people to help them with some things. Will they come with some innovation? Sure. But until we do that, I don't think our community is going to change. Now, the older folks need to let go and let some of the young folks, you know, take over and walk them through the process. So we have to coach and mentor and they got to be open to it. Otherwise, we ain't never getting out of this. We ain't never getting out of this. When we come back, I've got a couple of talking text uh, things I want to get to you. But I also want to remind you that we are and were created to live an uncommon life in a common world. That's why at Concordia University, we offer more than a degree. We help students learn fully in mind, body, and spirit, along with unparalleled academic programs. Concordia University provides a variety of campus ministries, athletics, and a campus life set on building real-world relationships, real relationships that will last a lifetime. Find out more. Schedule a campus visit. Hey, you may be able to even see me. CUW.edu. Concordia University. Live Uncommon. More of The Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris, sponsored by Concordia University, Wisconsin, is next on 1017 The Truth, the Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. Just 
You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Harris, 833-212-1017. Where do I start? Talking text line says, what about walking beat police? Yeah, it'll work. Going back to old school, but that's part of that whole broken windows thing, taking care of little things, big things, you know, cops walking the beat, getting to know people, all that kind of stuff. I think society has gotten used to calling 911 and the police show up, and so when they don't, they complain, so you can't have it both ways, so then what do you do? You've got to hire more cops to do those types of things. You can't, you can't have it both ways. So, but that's a very good idea. Talking text sign says, you guys are living libraries I take advantage of every time. I thank God for my elders, Mr. Lee. <clears throat> to which my response was, truth. Another talking text line, 414-301 says, everything is, no, let me go back. I know you said you don't want to talk politics, but can you let everyone know that the Sherman Park Community Association is hosting a virtual voters forum with all the mayoral candidates this Thursday, uh, February 10th at 6 o'clock p.m.? Sign up through the events section on ShermanPark.org or find the Sherman Park Community Association on Facebook or Instagram. Cool. Um, and then I, I said, yeah, I'm going to eventually get the politics, but not now. And then their reply is, everything is politics in some way. To which I said, nope, that's just your lens. My lens is different, so I approach everything, even when I look at politics, from a different lens. Um, if you approach it from... Um, let me see if I can get it. Um, politics, um, religion, if you look at it from what's near you, if you look at it um, from a monetary point of view, economics. So you could look at politics, but if you look at but if your lens is economics, then you're going to start to look at things in how does politics affect your money? How does politics affect your economics? Right. And so that's what I mean by it's just a different lens. And so my lens, I try to look at things other than politics. I look at things religiously, right? And so I look at politics through that lens. I look at um, crime through that lens. I look at education through that lens, right? So everybody has a different lens. I think when we find out what lens people are looking at things through, we can probably um, understand things a little better. Talking text line, I do not think... Um, oh, let me let me go back. Dr. Ken, there is a big difference between information and experience. Today's generation has more information at their fingertips as never before. However, that does not replace experience. Experience only comes with time and in some cases age. Well, <laughs> if it comes with time, then it's actually age. So I agree 100 percent there. But my perspective is information is power. So when you know how to use it. It really becomes powerful. And then he said, I don't think they're being dismissive because of age, but because of access to information. No, 
I disagree. I think it's because of age. I think that that many young people, and I'm I'm generalizing specific about a a group that I've dealt with before, I think that they think because they have access to information, they don't have to think about it. But what no one has taught them is how to process the information, how to look at information to find out what's good and what's bad. And the way I test that is that whenever somebody tells me something, I say, where'd you get that from when they're younger? Like, what article did you read or what magazine did you listen to? And they say, well, I, I re- listened to this one and it wasn't biased. Well, it is. The fact that they wrote it, everything I write is biased. It's biased by my experience, it's biased by my religion, it's biased by money, biased by politics, however I think and whatever lens I'm using. And that's okay as long as you know that. But when you would rather get an answer off Google than from someone has lived it, and I can tell you the potholes to go around and the bumps not to go over and the way to avoid the wall, and you still do it, hey, I don't know. And it may sound mean, and it may sound crass, but at some point, that's on you. This is The Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris, sponsored by Concordia University, Wisconsin, on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Harris, 833-212-1017. So for most of the day, we've been talking about before uh, DJ Brother Z was what? Four and one? Four and th- three and two? That's what's up. In Trust But Verify? Uh, we, we've, been, we've been talking about some comments from the book 1619 that Nicole uh, Hannah-Jones wrote with the question, why do white Americans desire to be free of a past they don't want to remember while black Americans remain bound to a past they can never forget? I think it's a powerful question in that um, we have to look at why that occurs, why people don't want to remember. Um, Because the same question can be asked uh, why do black Americans desire to be free of a past they don't, don't want to remember? And why do white Americans remain bound to a past they can never forget? Because there are some whites that want the, the South to reemerge, for slavery to come back into play. Then some black Americans desire to be free of a past that they don't want to remember because you get tired. You get worn down, you get beat down, and you give up. And so I think it's important for each of us to look at that in a way that's, that's befitting, but that's accurate and tells the truth. And the only way you can do that 
is to search yourself, is to look at yourself. And stop worrying about what everybody else in the community is doing or what everybody else in the community is saying. And you be responsible for you. But not in the sense of, you know, the grandiose comments of you be the change that you want. Change like what? You can only change what's within your reach, what's within your power, what's within your pocketbook as well. And um, it's strange because I've been having conversations with a number of people who are, you know, more than I don't know how you say more than twice your age or more than. Or less than twice your age. I don't know how you say that. But anyway, if I cut my age in half, they're younger than that. And I find it that they're starting to see that some of the information they were given and some of the direction they were given and the things they were fighting for, they started to peel the onion and started to move away from what other people were saying and actually read what was written and listen and make comparisons and found out that all that glitters ain't gold. And now they're starting to question, so why did we do this? And I asked, well, do you know the history of either of those organizations? History of the legacy organizations, history of political organizations, history of social organizations. Start, start looking into the history and find out what really uh, represents that organization or that place or those, those people and start to learn what impact they've made on the city of Milwaukee, what impact they've made on the state of Wisconsin, on the county of Milwaukee. What are we going to do? How are we going to change it? That was a powerful question that Al called in and asked. We are not our enemy. Stop treating each other that way. Their expectations in the community on how you act, how you speak, how you walk, how you talk, how you keep your property, how you clean it up, how you treat other people, how you drive. But yet no one will say, oh, my gosh, it's terrible. They need to stop. What should we do for driving? So if, if, if we're going to change our community, if we're going to figure out a way to change it, what, what, what do we do to stop reckless driving in Milwaukee? I think what exacerbated the reckless driving was when the governor decided that you didn't have to register your car during COVID. Ridiculous. If you could figure out a way to pay everything else in the state of Wisconsin, why wouldn't you have people pay for their car? Why, why wouldn't you have people do what they're supposed to do? Because, um, again, the little things morph into big things that can cause trouble for you. The parking ticket that doesn't get paid, that causes the car to be plate to be suspended, that causes your driver's license to be suspended, and then you can't drive to work, and you're driving after suspension, and eventually it becomes revoked, and you're driving after revocation, what happens? You lose your car. 
you lose your way of transportation to work. Instead of getting upset at the fact that you got a ticket because you were speeding, why not just pay the ticket? And if you don't have money, go to court and get a continuance and and figure out how you can make payments or something. But no one else can do that for you but you. And that's what we have to remember. No one can do anything for you except you. And I'm not saying don't accept it from other people. I think that's important. But at some point, we have to recognize that if we're going to make it, it starts with each of us individual. Talking text line says, did you say whites want slavery back? I've never heard that. Don't take the crazy thoughts of a very small fringe group of whites and apply it to the rest of white population. I didn't. And so I don't want you to take it that just because I said it, I'm applying it to all whites. But there are some who still want the South to rise up. There are some, not everybody. So what I would ask you to do, as I would hope you would have me do, is not be defensive. I I don't know if you're black or white, and, you know, I get that. And and I also thank you for the uh, comment, because I understand what you're saying. But put it in context. Some, a very small, and as you say, a very fringe group of whites, want that. I think it's incumbent upon black people not to treat all white people the same, just like white people shouldn't treat black people all the same, and Hispanic and Asian. We're, mono, we're not monolithic. We're, we're different in every way. It was the no pursuit policy that made reckless driving an issue. I think that started out as that. I think, I think it got exacerbated because we decided, you know. But see, speeding and driving is one thing. What we have today is people going into the left lane, act like they're going to make a left turn, and then the light turns green and speeding through. For me, that's reckless driving. For me, that has nothing to do with a pursuit policy. But I understand what you're saying. Uh, Take off and the cops won't chase. Everybody knew that. Yeah, but they do now. But it has to be a very specific thing. Reckless driving was an issue long before COVID. True. True. But here's the thing. Even with reckless driving, most people were still driving cars that we could track and that we could write tickets to and find the VIN and all that stuff. Now, because they didn't have to register, they were out. But I get your point. You're right. Reckless driving was an issue long before and we should have taken care of it and we didn't. And so now we are where we are. We got six or seven people running for mayor. And we really don't know what we're going to do. And nobody seems to have a plan, even though they have a plan. I'm not really seeing it. And so I'll wait till the two people that went on the 15th come through. And then I would love to have them on my show. So I'm going to ask both of them the same questions. I'll even give give them the questions ahead of time. That's what I'm saying. I'll give them questions ahead of time so they don't get surprised. But if you go off pontificating about something, I'm probably going to cut you off. I'll be like, hold it. Stop. Oh, well. But thank you for everyone on the talking text line. Thank you for the callers. Thank you for DJ Brother Z. I appreciate you sitting in today. That's what's up. You would be much cooler with gray in your beard. I'm just saying. Uh, <laughs> Don't forget to follow us 
1017 The Truth on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram so you can find out whether we're giving out that $101.70. Congratulations to our winner. And also, make sure you download the Truth app on Apple or Google Play. You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. We're live from the American Family Assurance Studio at Radio City. God bless. Take care. I'll see you tomorrow.